Welcome to SSD Talks. I'm the editor-in-chief of Stilo Style Diary magazine. I created the magazine in 2008. I brought on someone who also helped me to develop and create the magazine. Her name was True Ferguson. Unfortunately, she passed away a few years ago. It's been one hell of a ride. Publishing a magazine in fashion which one can say fashion is oversaturated with media outlets. But one thing that I have discovered and I've observed and I've learned that when I created Stilo Style Diary, there was definitely a shift going on. There was definitely changes. I, I saw, I'm a, I'm a techie, so I'm into computers, I'm into technology, and I realized, like, look, paper is going to go away. Yeah, we love those big, thick, glossy magazines where we can look through the pictures. And 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 that's how I grew up. I love that. You know what I mean? I love looking through the September issue of Vogue. I mean, that was one of my favorite things to do, you know. But one thing that I also learned and that I realized is that that the new generation, the younger generation, they know more technology than I do. You know, when I was growing up, the internet was just becoming popular. You know, now my my children who are like teenagers and early 20s, like they know the internet, you know, at its prime. They they're growing up in a in an age where digital technology is their foundation so they don't they're not going to have the same appreciation for paper books and glossy magazines like I do you know or an older generation will so that's one of those things like when you recognize those psychographics when you recognize um, the certain characteristics of a market, you know, the future of a market is going to go digital. So when I started it, a lot of people were like, well, you're not printing. So, you know, it was so hard to get advertising and to get the support because people didn't understand unless I had a printed magazine, how Stilo could be beneficial or even valuable so that's how we started the digital print version so we found a way to publish it digitally on issueu.com and we also found a way to get it printed which there was a company called MacCloud, which we were able to print on demand so for very little cost involved I was able to to create my dream I was able to put it into fruition so over the years as a creative I have I've redone the Stilo logo like several times over till I finally got to the image that I felt really represented what it was and what it is right now I've played with different looks and and different types of content and I mean now where it is right now I'm happy
I'm happy with who Stilo Style Diary Magazine is right now. I mean, it it has its own personality, you know, and, and part of it is who I was, part of it is who True was, part of it is is who we are as a fashion community, you know, because the thing is, you know, fashion has been defined by a, a magazine. It has been defined by a certain um, genre of demographic. It has been defined by um, what's selling and what's popular and what has notoriety. Um, but I think everything is shifting and changing because the thing is we're realizing that fashion is us. Fashion represents us people, our creative, who we are. Style, when you put, when you wear an outfit, when you put something on and you're like, hey, this is what I want to wear and this is, and you're feeling yourself, you know, that outfit that, that when you look in the mirror, it's you. That is fashion and that is the industry and that's the industry right now. It's not about the most popular magazine or the magazine that's making millions of dollars or the head of the, you know, or one organization or the head of another organization or, you know, it's not about that. At the end of the day, what drives fashion right now is people, is what we see, what we like and and the path we want to go on. You know what I mean? So that is what's driving fashion right now is the people. And when you realize that, so you realize, okay, what is media? What is communications? Okay, media is communicating, you know, is communicating news. But now we have more than that. We have blogging, which is communicating opinions. You know what I mean? So we have, we have a need for both we want to hear the news we want to hear facts but we want to hear it from a person's point of view hence the style diary you know so that's what stilo is 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 a style diary it's it's communicating real thoughts from real people and about real people not just the big brands and not just the the movers and the shakers you know about real people in the industry because this industry is more than just the mainstream there's a lot of talent a lot of creativity a lot of business that goes on beyond the mainstream that platform that is communicating all of these things everything that the fashion industry is made of, that's us. That's what we're doing. We're taking everything in our, under our wing and we're spreading it, you know, to, to people in a light where we can communicate our own voice. Like, this is what we think it is. This is what we know, you know, this is what's happening. But let me just share our point of view with you kind of thing. Yeah, that's Dilo.
so why this podcast? Okay, so as you know, we're all in the middle of this coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Honestly, I'm afraid. I'm afraid on so many levels. I'm afraid of what could happen to this economy. I'm afraid of what could happen to the fashion industry, as well as our own quality of lives. I mean, this issue is scary. It is so scary because we cannot control it. We do not know how to control it. All we can do is follow guidance and and use wisdom and make a lot of lemonade out of lemons. So as I'm sitting here home, quarantined, um, and as a creative, I'm just finding different ways of letting my voice be heard, literally. So why, you know, it's always been in the back of my mind as whether I do a podcast or not. And I'm like, why not? (laughs) Why not? So I am, you know, letting my creative juices flow. And I'm starting this podcast. Um, I think it could go places. I think that us being quarantined, the digital technology... Um, of today have allowed us the opportunity to communicate with so many different people and um, get our voice out, you know, Um, and what better way? Because, yeah, we like video and maybe we'll transition to video at some point, but ain't nothing wrong with your voice. So let's talk about what's happening in fashion right now. Of course, as I'm going to say again, we're in the middle of this global pandemic from the coronavirus, this COVID-19 nightmare. There is this market research firm. Their name is Forrester and a retail solution platform named Narvar. Basically, they did this report. Um, basically it took a survey of like 99 brands and they're saying that 58% of the retailers predict that shopping basically is going to return back to normal, but there's a caveat. 20% of the retailers already adjusted their forecast by 25%. They lowered their forecast. Because there, a lot of them are still discouraged uh, that things are going to return back to normal. I mean, you have like the luxury markets, department stores. They're they're shaking right now because, as you know, luxury and department stores already have been at a. I wouldn't say a standstill, but they've kind of hit a plateau that they know that. It's time for them to be concerned. Of course, you know, like Macy's have closed a lot of its stores already. Um, The luxury market is concerned because um, Generation Z, while they um, love nice things, they're not so driven by luxury items, if that makes sense. Like... So what's happening is that they need 
the luxury market is trying to find new ways of reaching Generation Z, of communicating with them because their advertising strategies, their methodologies, they're not working anymore. So with this virus pandemic in play and no one, the malls are shut down, more stores are shut down. And, you know, yeah, we can still buy things online, but like, as I said, who conquers, who is mostly online, the younger generation. So, um, if these brands, they're not really, um, reaching that market anyway, they're not reaching their target market. They're not able to influence them into purchasing their goods and services they're, and of course, they're going to lose out on the older crowd who is not as much online. They're not so technically savvy. So, yeah, they have to adjust for a decline. That goes without saying. You know, that really goes without saying. Um, and that is the major brands. But what does this mean for independence? You know, there's lots of independents that um, they don't really like some. There's a lot of independent that's still online now, which is great. But I know many designers that do not even have their website. Um, I know designers that don't sell on the Internet. They they sell by in out of their showroom. They sell out of their boutique. So now that we our boutiques are closed, they're not selling. You know what I mean? So that's a concern. It's like, what is going to happen to the indie fashion market? We know the big brands are going to lose money, but they still have some money to work with. They still can make adjustments and be okay and survive. But for an indie fashion designer, an indie fashion professional who really depends on activity, social activity, to um to make it in this industry what happens to those people it's gonna be hard it's forcing people to rethink their strategy it's forcing people to redirect how they flow um you got to get with it you know and this is one of those things where you know i'm a creative but i also provide creative services And one of those things that I found hard to communicate with some people who some entrepreneurs is that, look, you need need to get with the times. You need to be technically savvy. You need to have a website. You need to be digital as well as brick and mortar because the digital is going to allow you to be global. It's going to expand your reach and it's going to improve your accessibility. So those brands, whether they're a mom and pop shop or a major brand, that has not only a brick and mortar store, but um, an online store, right now they can still save their business by just redirecting people to purchase online. But those businesses who refuse to do that, they're going to suffer the most right now. And they're still, and honestly, it's going to be harder but it's probably still possible to get your stuff online 
I mean, nowadays you can do your own photography, your own product photography. You can upload. You can hire people from all over the world to um, to do your, you know, to do your website. Uh, but it's going to cost you. And, you know, and the way things are now, yes, you're going to pay a premium right now. You know, there's a lot of limitations right now. And the way to survive is to get on the Internet. And if you don't know about it, to learn, to to learn as much as you can and transition your business, your business to go digital. That is, to me, the saving grace right now. So that's where we're at. You know, it's very important that um, businesses, it's not even just in fashion and beauty and even art. It's just like you, you need to be online. You need to be online more than ever right now. And if you wasted your time before, yeah, you're going to have a lot more limitations right now, a lot more obstacles. But if you really want your business to survive, you got to get online. Like that is what it is. That's where this industry is going. And that leads me into my final segment, um, the future of media. Now, as I was saying, like fashion, um, is going digital like we already knew that way before this pandemic but it's even more pressing right now than before but media the first when I first started Stilo we were digital we started digital and um, you know that was important that is one of the reasons why we're still around a lot of magazines have you know they came out but they failed and they just dissipated you don't even see them anymore you know some of them were great like suede magazine was awesome like they were so creative it was so different so edgy you know and it's a shame that it just died um the one plus with being an independent magazine is that our overhead is lower we don't have a full staff to take care of um, as long as I keep on moving it and I have my team of people to help, I can get it done. And that's what keeps Stilo around because it's not about the money is important, but it's not about that. It, it's more on the creative tip. This is like it's I'm, we're like the artists creating artwork, if that makes any sense. But at any rate, the future of media Future of media right now is digital. You know, we got to be able to reach people quickly and fast and update them quickly and fast. We need to be accessible. We need to be convenient. So what that where does that leave us? The digital age. So the, the what you're seeing now is all these major publications that were printing millions of copies they're shortening their print run, first of all. That goes without saying. But not only that, but they're digital. They're offering digital subscriptions. They're offering digital copies, you know, and that's the way to be. That's the way to go right now, you know. Um, 
you know, that, you know, the whole idea of, you know, being media is to communicate. So, yeah, we love the glossies, but it's not all about that. Sometimes it's just about finding a way to communicate. Okay, so, you know, how are we going to communicate? How can we get the message across? If you don't want to buy a copy, I mean, and you're on your phone mostly, why isn't our publication on your phone? It should be on your phone. So not only do you get that digital sale, whether they buy the print copy or not, but you also can influence them to make future purchases is what I'm saying. Internet right now is so important, more than ever. And this time, um, what's going on right now is proving that, you know, so that's the future of media is to be digital. The more digital you are, the better for your publication. Yeah, I would never, like, I think I'll always create a print copy, but I think the print on demand is the way to go for me. Um, you know, it's it's more about the visuals and more about accessibility. Um, that's more important to Stilo, to our brand. And um, that's where we're at right now. You know, the digital age, being accessible, being global. The idea that someone in Australia can easily read Stilo as well as Paris, as well as Spain, especially in this time when we're feeling so isolated. You know, fashion media online is a way of connecting the dots of different people, different cultures coming together and getting to know different kinds of people all over the world through a publication that's speaking our truth. You know what I mean? Like that is awesome to me. And, and that's where our future is. So there's certain things to me that will just never go away. And one of them is media. We'll always have media. It's communications. It's how we speak to each other. It's how we get to know what's going on. And it's just that media is going online. So there's businesses going to be closing down because that's not something that they can do or want to do. And then there's businesses that's going to thrive because where media is going, it's only going to get better. 